This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program going to speak with Indiana State Auditor Tara Klutz. She's the new Indiana Auditor, Indiana State Auditor, recently appointed by Governor Eric Holcomb, formerly the Auditor of Allen County by Fort Wayne, and uh, we'll talk with her about what it's like to get appointed to a statewide office. Plus, we'll talk with Tyler from Avon Business, the House of Hooray, and we're going to talk about what it's like to grow a small business from out of your home and an online-based business to becoming a brick-and-mortar business. You know, we do this from time to time. On the show, feature uh, growing and startup businesses in Hendricks County. Talk about some of the things that they've done to uh, maybe offer some pointers to our other small businesses throughout the county. So that's coming up in just a little bit. First, we're going to take a quick break. Here from our underwriters, you're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! 
This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Yesterday I had a chance to sit down and talk with the new Indiana State Auditor, Tara Klutz. And uh, Auditor Klutz was the former Allen County Auditor, was recently appointed by Governor Eric Holcomb as the new Indiana State Auditor when, well, former Indiana State Auditor Suzanne Crouch became the Lieutenant Governor. And uh, Auditor Klutz was in Danville yesterday speaking with the Hendricks County Republican women as well as the Hendricks County Young Republicans. Had a chance to sit down and talk. Here's that conversation. Well, Madam Auditor, thanks for being with us today. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here today. So you're in Hendricks County. What are you doing here today? Well, I was invited by the Indiana um, Hendricks County Women's Republican Club and the Young Republicans Club to come and speak a little bit about me and my background and what it's like to be the State Auditor of Indiana. So that is a very powerful position. It's a very important position. It's a position that a lot of people don't know what it does. Tell us what you do. That's a great question. Um, one of the, the most popular questions I get is, um, are you going to audit me? And, or please <laughs> don't, IRS, please don't right? audit me. That's correct. That's correct. So the state auditor is the chief financial officer of the state, and it's not uncommon for people to mix that up with the state board of accounts who's in charge of auditing all the state agencies. Um, we are the gatekeeper of all the funds. Um, when the legislators meet to pass the biennial budget, the auditor ensures that it's spent exactly how they pass it. Um, how did you get interested in this? Because you were a county auditor, which we'll get into just a second, but you were a county auditor before being state auditor. It sounds like a very numbers-oriented job, which is a nightmare to me. Yeah, but it's not quite as number-oriented as tax returns, yeah. or you think of bean counting. <laughs> right. And so I, I actually am lucky to be a CPA and then get to do the job I get to do because I get to meet so many people. But my background really started in, um, in accounting. I worked at PricewaterhouseCoopers right out of college as an auditor. And so you got really good grades in college then, I would yeah, assume, because that's a nice firm to work yes, for. Yes, I, d- I, did, I did decently in college and got a, a job with the number one accounting firm in the world. I was so honored to get that job. And then my husband decided to go to law school, and that was not part of the plan. And so I was immediately, like, put my feelers out on, hey, I need a job from 8 to 5. And he had... Inv- 
he had volunteered with the Republican Party in Allen County, and so he had some connections, and he had um, told me about... the Fort Wayne area. Yeah, it's in the Fort Wayne area, northeast Indiana, and it's the largest geographical county of the state, and in a second largest city. And he decided that he wanted to go to law school, so I wanted to be supportive of that, and the county clerk at the time was running for county auditor against the incumbent chief deputy auditor and the clerk campaigned on hiring a CPA as her chief deputy and and so my husband was the executive director of the Republican Party at the time and so I met her we had lunch and if she won I would be her chief deputy and I thought I've got this I've got it nailed I'm an auditor for PricewaterhouseCoopers I'm going to step right in and be able to audit in the county it's never as easy as it seems right <laughs> oh I was so surprised we really don't do much auditing so I found out the county auditor is the chief financial officer of the county and really a majority of our office is calculating property tax yeah absolutely and and usually when people come to the state or in this case the county auditor's office they're not happy so it's not sunshine or rainbows right that's correct normally they're calling because their tax bill went up and they want to know why and yeah. digging in to the 40 different taxing units, the schools, the airport, the, the public transportation, trying to determine exactly why their tax bill changed and being able to communicate them, that to them was actually very fulfilling and rewarding. So I did enjoy my time um, working for the government more than I thought I would. And that's, you're the first person that's ever said I enjoyed working for the government. So congratulations. That shows why you're going to be a great state Thank auditor. Again, our guest is Indiana State <laughs> Auditor Tara Klutz. Uh, okay, so you get to be the auditor of, of, uh, of Allen County. You run for that, right? Yes. Yeah, so I, you know, that's another thing. I didn't realize that um, when I was chief deputy auditor that in four years, I may have to look for another job and that if things went really well, I might be expected to run for the position myself in eight years. <laughs> yeah, they years. never tell you that at the beginning, right? <laughs> right. I almost felt like ignorant. And then I'm like, no, it's just too far away. I don't have to worry about that. Um, so you run, you win, and then mm -hmm. now you're the head auditor for Allen County. Um, what was it like to be an elected official? I mean, as you kind of expressed to us, it's not something you ever really pictured yourself doing. Well, it definitely helped being in the in the job eight years previously and not having the pressure of having it be my name, but just being able to work behind the scenes to understand the process, implement the changes. Once I became county auditor, um, I started getting a little bit more involved in the legislative side of things because um, I was in the county auditor's office 14 years, and each and every one of those 14 years, the tax calculation for property taxes changed down because the legislators um, made tweaks to it, and sometimes large tweaks every single session. And so I, I've kind of switched my gears after 2011 to just be more involved with up front on the proposed legislation, had a chance to talk about the merits and cost of the proposed changes, and I really enjoyed that too, but that gave me the connections down at the state level um, to then see what the state auditor does as well. So you are now the Indiana State Auditor. Uh, our friend, uh, my former boss, Suzanne Crouch, it was tapped to be the lieutenant governor with our friend Eric Holcomb, friend of the show, and uh, they win. At what point does Governor Holcomb come to you and go, uh, are you interested in this? Is that sort of how that dialogue starts? Four days after Governor Holcomb and Suzanne Crouch won the ticket in Indiana. So quick. So quick. I decided to go ahead and submit my resume. I'd had different people from around the state, um, the state house, say you should consider this. And, and I hadn't really considered it. I, I have a family. They're all up in Fort Wayne. Um, the, the pay was less than I currently made, and it just did not seem like a logical yeah, you're choice. You're not getting rich. <laughs> No, you're not getting rich, but it's not bad money. And I don't want to ever think that I'm complaining because I'm not. It just wouldn't be a logical choice to make that step, to move away from family for less money. My husband is an attorney, and, you know, we decided that we needed to stay together. Well, we decided with the momentum and the awesome opportunity, why not submit my resume? So I submitted my resume on November 14th, and then I didn't even 
get so much as a thank you for submitting your resume. I had never met Governor Holcomb before. I did talk to Suzanne Crouch. So you weren't like a friend of Governor no, Holcomb? No, I had not. I met him for the first day, um, first time on December 30th when I was invited for a lunch interview. Um, and that's when I found out, wow, this might, this might get serious. I, I told my husband I made it to Trump Tower. Let's see what happens. <laughs> okay, so you go in there and you meet with Governor Holcomb. What sort of questions does he ask you? Because obviously, what, uh, January like 14th or something, he's sworn in. So is it 8th? It's the 9th. The 9th, okay. <laughs> Trying to get the presidential one and the governor's yeah. the state one. Yeah. So it's quick, so he's got to make a decision fast. Yeah, that's what they decided. They decided they did not want to leave an opening for state auditor. And it had kind of been on the back burner because they thought, you know, they did have some time. Well, then they decided, you know what, when we get sworn in, when, when um, Eric and Suzanne got sworn in on January 9th, they wanted to be right there and swear the new state auditor in. And so I knew it would be a quick turnaround um, once they made their decision. And so they decided, um, they, they went ahead and decided to go with me. And so then I had about a week to transition the county auditor's office in Allen County. And, and that's a domino effect, right? Yes. Yeah, that's a huge domino effect because somebody's got to then take your job, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. It's like when all these guys were running for governor, you know, in the summer. It's like the the, the bouncing ball stops somewhere, and then the musical chair starts. Um, okay, so you are appointed. Does he call you up? Is this like apprentice? Like you've won? Like congratulations? So we, um, my daughter, she was. We were still on Christmas break, and she's in eighth grade, and so it, we met in the Noblesville area for lunch, and. Um, I dropped her off at the shopping center, and I and I met with the governor, and he said that they would make a decision in a couple days because they wanted to announce it the following Monday. This was a Friday. And so I interviewed. He was super, super nice, down to earth. You know, really, we talked about the ideas for the job. We talked about, um, you know, how we had never met before, even though we were both very, very involved in our roles. And um, I just left thinking, you know, he's a really nice guy. And I, I knew I would really like him. He was very frugal. In fact, we met at Olive Garden because he had a gift card. Oh. <laughs> and so I knew I was going to like this guy right away. So, you know, we're going to use that clip right there as the promo tomorrow for this uh, because the governor's using a gift card from Olive Garden. To p and he picked up lunch, right? Is yes, that right? Yes, and he picked up lunch with his gift card. And he picked the place because he had a gift card. And so he is very, he's, um, you know, he's just going to do the right thing. And I really liked him, made the connection right away. Uh, 40 minutes later, um, I got a call and it was in Bluetooth. So my daughter got to hear it. And he's like, you know what? If you haven't changed your mind, we'd really like you. We'd be honored if you could come and serve. Oh, cool. And it was amazing. It Get was our guest is Indiana State Auditor Tara Klutz. Um, okay, so uh, take us through what the move is like. Because you got to, like, pack up, right? you got to go. Yes. Yeah, so and you're in the far northeast corner of the state. Yeah. We are still not moved out of our house. We don't have our house up for sale yet. Um, we are – I'm staying at some friend's house. I, I'm staying in their basement, but I'm – I'm told I'm not allowed to say it's a basement because it's a very nice house. There. It's called a lower level. I do have a, a door down there. So these people get to say, yeah, we got a new house uh, house guest. It's the Indiana State Auditor. Yes. And so they've been amazing. They've been, they just took us in right away. And, you know, they say, friends and fish, it should only be three days. Well, now we've been there eight <laughs> weeks and we're still, we're still working out. So how does it work like, okay, somebody runs for public office and wins, you know, the last person to run that wasn't appointed was Tim Barry. And so he runs as a state auditor, wins. He can set a staff up. You're probably still like just figuring out who are you, what do you do? 
That's exactly right. I, I know what our functions are, but yeah. but just coming in, getting to know the staff, and everybody I've met have been so dedicated and, and bright and smart. Yeah. I'm excited to just pick up where Suzanne left off. Um, she left an incredible staff for me. Well, and having worked with those people, they're all awesome. They're all the best. If you ever need to know who's the slackers, I'll tell you, but most of them are really, <laughs> are really, really great people. I heard Suzanne already cleaned house, so all the <laughs> okay, slackers well, are gone. <laughs> well, so let's go through this idea of, you know, the state auditor has sort of been a stepping stone for people here recently. Uh, obviously, Tim Barry becomes GOP chair. Mm -hmm. Suzanne Crouch becomes lieutenant governor. Um, are you happy just being the Indiana State Auditor? I'm very happy just being the State Auditor. I believe as a CPA, I'm uniquely qualified for this particular position, especially being County Auditor and understanding property taxes. I have no desire to do anything differently after this. I, I'm, I'm going to run in two years at the convention. I would like to get picked and possibly max would be 10 years. I'm limited to two four-year terms after fulfilling Suzanne's vacancy. What, uh, what are some of the goals of the State Auditor's Office? When I was there, it was the transparency portal was getting up and running, and that was rolling that out. Suzanne did such a great job with that. What are some of your goals? We'll definitely continue transparency. I think we can always do a better job of being proactive and getting the information that people want out there so they trust us more. Um, I believe once I get in and just make sure that we're, we're working well, I mean, I'm excited to just get in and work what we're working because I get to offer um, solutions and be part of that, and I'm excited to do that. Once we get everything where we want it, I'd like to set up an internal control guidance counselor and just kind of help not only our office but other state agencies because it's a, it's a niche that not many people understand when they're just trying to get from point A to B. They're trying to meet their objectives and they don't realize that internal controls can really help them provide right. accurate information mm -hmm. and also eliminate chances for fraud. All right. Uh, the best uh, you've been there a couple of weeks now, but the best part, well, I guess over a month, just over a month now, right? I mean, gosh, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, I think it's a little over <laughs> two months or not even two months, two and a, one just, and a half. Just we'll close with this one thing that has really surprised you about the job. I didn't realize how many boards that the state auditor sits on. Yeah, you got to go to a lot of meetings, We're right? We're on the NPERS in board, which is the public retirement system, the teacher's retirement, and um, that's getting a lot of heat for uh, some asset allocation um, scenarios. And, you know, really they're just taking a conservative approach. I'm on the Indiana Finance Authority uh, board and also deferred comp. We run deferred comp out of the state auditor's office. And so those are the things I didn't really – expect to be a part of but i'm excited to be a part of it well thank you for taking a few moments to tell us here about what you do on central indiana today congratulations we know you'll do a great job thanks rob that was indiana state auditor tara klutz and uh well you know it's an interesting job that she has so many people are dependent upon the indiana state auditor not just in indiana government but throughout our entire state we're going to take a quick break here from our underwriters. When we come back, we're going to continue something we do from time to time on this show, which is trying to give some tips and, and thoughts and ideas to our small business owners here in Hendricks County. Of course, small business is such a vital part of the Hendricks County economy. We're going to speak with Tyler from House of Hooray. It's a, an, a new business in Avon. Well, it's not a new business. They started uh, in their home, a home-based business, had uh, success online, and have now become a brick-and-mortar business. So we're going to talk about going from being an online business to having that physical shop, some things you might want to consider, and a whole bunch more that's coming up next. We're going to hear from our underwriters first. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? 
We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. And again, special thanks to Indiana State Auditor Tara Klutz for stopping by and talking a little bit about her first month or so on the job. Time to keep the show rolling now. And again, we do this from time to time on the show. We sit down and talk with area small business owners, offering some some tips and thoughts and things that have worked for them as uh, small businesses in Hendricks County, such a big, big part of the local economy and I had a chance to sit down and chat with Tyler from House of Hooray it's a business in Avon and uh, they took their business from being an online based company a business actually done in their own home and they are now a brick and mortar store and I want to sit down with him and talk a little bit about how you make that decision of going from being an online or home based business to a physical store location so we had a chance to sit down and chat with Tyler from House of Hooray here's that conversation Tyler, thanks for being with us today. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So you guys are really interesting. You're sort of a, a blueprint of where a lot of businesses are going down. We like to talk about small business because it's such a big part of, of Hendricks County. You guys went from not saying I'm going to have a business and just putting it somewhere. You guys actually started the business in your own home. Right, right. Yeah, this, this business was started literally on a penny. Um, and has evolved into what you see today. So. so so take us through, because like I said, this is sort of the new blueprint in the millennial 2017 world of how people begin businesses. You said right. you started it in your bedroom. Tell us kind of how it came to be. Well, it was just one of those things that Stephanie, uh, after she graduated from uh, Indiana Business College uh, with a fashion, fashion merchandising degree, she was just really trying to find you know meaning in her life and really like to uh, be involved with merchandising, parties, decor, stuff like that. And one thing led to another, and she was running what was at the time a small company called Bella Baby Boutique. Um, she started getting balloon requests from people for like, Babe, like gender reveals, all sorts of crazy stuff. And next thing you know, what really created this community, this this business, is is the community. People were putting in custom requests, and the, the requests just kept getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Next thing you know, here we are running a full-blown balloon business out of our house. Yeah, so take our audience through what it's like, because traditionally it used to be, okay, I, I want to start a business. I've got to have this huge outlay of capital right. to begin a business, the, the brick-and-mortar store, which you guys have now. Mm -hmm. But you guys made a decision. You said we're just going to start it in our in our own home. Yeah. So we started we started literally in our in our house. It, the biggest thing I can say is research, research, research. Know know your 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 industry, your product, and always make sure that you're staying on top of the best prices. Because being a small business, you cannot afford to mess up. That was probably how we started out, and probably one of our biggest successes is research. You know, you can find a lot of people. One of the biggest YouTube sensations online nowadays, Ty Lopez. Everybody is seeing him everywhere, but he's right. The more you, the more you learn, the more you earn, and that's kind of how we started. Again, our guest is Tyler's with House of Hooray. We're talking a little bit about growing a small business, uh, and so this Etsy, 
mm-hmm. which is where you guys kind of started. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that, that's becoming a big deal, right? I mean, it's, a, it's allowing people like yourselves to kind of test the waters, right? Right, yeah. So we that's how we kind of start. That's where we got our big push was Etsy. Obviously, we started in our home working with the local community. And then once we realized we actually had a business model on our hands, we launched an Etsy. Um, and that's actually where Stephanie Shive's studio started. Uh, I was a sole proprietor, my wife, Stephanie, and we started on Etsy. One thing led to another. We were literally the first company. I challenge all people to go on Etsy, check us out, learn about us. You will see our start date compared to other shops. We were the real deal. So again, the community, a community created business. One thing led to another, and here we are. We were talking about this before we went on the air because there's a couple of businesses in Brownsburg that I know of that have gone this route, and it's been very helpful for Absolutely. them too. It sort of gives you guys not a no fail opportunity, but a, an ability that hey, if it doesn't work, we're not out hundreds of thousands of dollars with mm-hmm. buying a building or yep. or whatever i mean if it fails it fails but at least it's some sort of safeguard of it's just the the supplies right 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 uh etsy etsy's huge i can't recommend etsy enough to people um what etsy does for people like us to be able to start in your home keep your inventory in your home have no overhead the only the only cost you have is the cost of the product that you're making um and and that etsy's great for that people are going to etsy for handmade products and that's exactly what we are um if if you're a person looking to make a handmade product I can't recommend Etsy enough. That would be a relief for someone like me because you can work at your own pace too. You guys now are a traditional open. You know, right. you're, you're, somebody can walk in your door at any time. Probably nice for you guys uh, being able to start in your house too, or many people being able to start in their house mm-hmm. because uh, you can work at your own pace and you have people coming and going. Right, and not only that, it gives you a lot more exposure. I, I tell you, once you start actually growing the business, you start scaling, and the next thing you, know, you have businesses knocking on your door right. wanting your product. I tell you what, when you're in front of that client and they say, "Oh, where are you located?" It's one of those lip biting moments. <laughs> what do you tell people? Like, how do you how do you say? Because it, to me, now it'd be no big deal to tell somebody I run this out of my house and it's an online only business. Is that still a? Is there still a stigma with that? Yeah, th- definitely. People Interesting. want people want that credibility. They want to make sure that you're the real deal. That you have the liability to mess up. Basically, <laughs> it, long story short, they don't want any Joe Smo to come in there thinking, "Hey, I I'm a one man show and I'm coming here and doing an awesome job." People aren't looking for that still. They want that credibility. So, you know, guys, Tyler with House Foray, um, you guys decided to dish, uh, eventually that you're going to become that traditional brick and, and mortar store. Right. What went into that uh, that decision, and what should maybe some of our listeners who are hearing this, who are thinking about making that next step, one of the things they should take into account? Great question. Um, really, it boiled down to how much orders we were getting on Etsy. We were doing between 9 to 10 to 15 orders a day on Etsy, uh, and we were just literally blowing up. And the biggest part about it, if you look at a lot of the competition in the brick-and-mortar industry, the, the really the only thing out there um, is, is Party City. And granted, we do a lot of things that Party City does not do. But with that being said, there is a hole in the industry, and that is with custom Party decor and that's exactly what house of hooray is we offer the capability for customers to come through our front door create the party they want create the balloons that they want but not only that create other things you know we do a lot of gender reveal balloons where people are popping balloons confetti is bursting out of them we're doing backdrops we're doing birthday parties there's a lot of stuff weddings there's a lot of stuff that we're doing that we've grown into you guys in any business has that visibility now that people can see your sign they can right. see as you drive by is there enough value 
for you moving to that brick and mortar store just on the ability of people to, to see your sign? I mean, do you get enough traffic? Does the average person who's looking at moving from business in my home to traditional business, is it worth it? You know, we're, we're a month and a half in. And at this point, I would actually have to say yes. Um, there's still a lot of people out there, um, you know, just like yourself, Rob, who come in through those small businesses and are sus- and are supporting those small businesses. And what's crazy, you know, Stephanie Shive Studio, now House of Hooray, uh, had been in business for five years and still 99% of the people walking through our front door had no clue that we were in Avon, you know, even before the brick and mortar, just being on Etsy. So, yeah, I mean... As much business as we're doing, I mean, people walk through our front door, yes, brick and mortar is worth it, but make sure you are prepared and ready for that. You really need to make sure you're prepared and ready. If you go in just thinking, oh, I'm going to throw up a brick and mortar and not have a plan, that's where you're going to fail immediately. Because it's probably not shocking because you guys are good at what you do, but it's probably an eye-opening experience that for some, the rent check comes and electric <laughs> bill and things like that. I mean, right. it's, it's somebody who started a business in their home. I'll tell you that first time you've got to pay somebody else for the right to do your business. That's a, that's a big deal. Amen. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, what are a couple of things people should really look at um, in terms of one starting a let's let's take this from two approaches one starting a small business like you guys did which is a home-based small business mm-hmm. and then two about whether we're going to expand out into uh, the the public view the, the biggest thing I can I can tell you is is again it goes back to knowing your product knowing your industry but most importantly just love what you do if you can't love what you're going to do and what you're going to create um, and if there's not a a need for the for the product itself. Don't don't think about what you love. Think about you know what other people want, what other people love. And if you can love assisting those people, your business will succeed. But you got to have that passion. If you don't have that passion and you're just out there chasing the paycheck, it's never going to work. Yeah, you guys are interesting too because it's you guys bring employees in, right? I right. mean, you sort of have like people for hire. How do you decide whether you're going to say now's the time to add to a a, a business? That is a huge question. I'm sure that was a big discussion. That, that's for you guys. a huge one yeah. um, because we're 30 days into it, and quite frankly, um, we're working nine to eight every single day. And Stephanie is literally in the back room all day, every day, busting out orders. So, the the biggest thing I can tell you about scaling company is is the human capital portion of right. it. You got to have that trust factor, and most importantly, especially with handmade products, you're, you're eventually gonna you're gonna cross a path to where too much is too much. You can't make orders all the time. You you, you have to find you have to find time in your own life. Yeah. And and we're actually at that point right now to where we need to make a hire because we're working sun up to sun down. Now, I'm not complaining. Thank you for the business. We we really appreciate it. Thank you Hendricks County and and everybody else around us. But most importantly, there is going to be a time where you have to hire somebody and House of Hurry is actually at that point. So, um but to be blunt and say, "Hey, there's this crystal clear time You'll know it. I mean, it'll, it'll just hit you right in the face. You and your wife both did something that I've heard other people do, and it's a scary approach. You guys had good private sector jobs, regular mm-hmm. jobs. You had to make the decision whether you were going to quit those jobs or not, and you decided to do that. Was that a scary thing to do? Scariest moment in your entire life. I It was the hardest decision. Um, Stephanie, uh, when she started the business, worked for Heartland Dental um, as a dental administrator, and uh she let Etsy, the Etsy portion was getting so out of hand to where Stephanie was working nine to five, coming home, working five to two in the morning. Right. 
that can only go on for so long. So finally, we kind of looked at each other and said, hey, Steph, step away from the dental job, chase your dreams. And, you know, the biggest thing is, is Stephanie's dreams was to own her own business. And this gave her that opportunity. Well, again, we're talking about a period of about two to three years here where the business was growing year over year over year. Sure. You can see the sales. You can see the reviews. You build that trust. Everybody's putting in requests. Well, anyways, when we started to get up to the brick and mortar at the time, I was working for Lowe's um, as a project manager. And I stepped aside. I, I kind of stepped to the side and I said, Stephanie, what, what do we do? You know, you're getting ready to open up a brick and mortar. You're going to be one phone call away from a delivery and I'm going to be there helping a customer. Oh, got to go. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no two week notice. I'm out. But it, that, that it was very scary to sit back and say, Hey, we're going to take this salary, these benefits, everything is gone. So when you talk about the, the, the support of, of a, of a small business inside of the community, um, it is huge for, for Hendricks County to support small businesses. And we honestly saw a huge gap in the industry. Um, and we made a Facebook post prior to actually opening up the brick and mortar. And everybody said that they wanted more out of the party industry. And we're talking a huge response. When we got that response, plus my job, we knew the support was going to be there. Circle us back to the average person who decides, am I going to quit my job? Because there's no going back at that point. It goes from being right. a side business to fun and fun to I'm sure it stopped being less fun once everything was on the line with this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, th- that's a question that that is really, really kind of difficult to answer because every business is going to be more successful. Another one you talk about, you know, your profits and and where your money's at. I mean, you know, you can run a marketing firm and have zero costs, 100 percent profitability. You know, where us we have cost and stuff. The the biggest thing is, as I can tell you, is again you're just gonna know you're just gonna know when 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 the time is right and you're gonna just have to the biggest thing is here's the best advice i can give you make the leap if you know in your heart and soul that you have an opportunity and you're loving what you're doing just do it chase your dreams you hear this quote everywhere the richest place in the world is a graveyard (laughs) because there's dreams and ideas that will never come to life there because people didn't pursue their dreams. Pursue your dreams because you only have one life to live. Get after it. Yeah. uh, I'm going to close with this. And again, our guest is Tyler from house of uh, hooray. Um, the movie field of dreams, right. Um, you know, where the, the old guy, the doctor becomes the baseball player and they Mm -hmm. give him a chance to finally play his, play his game. And, in the end, he finally goes back to being a doctor. Is it that's something like you got to know? Like you, if you guys hadn't done this, you'd always probably sit around and say, "I'd always wonder what would have happened if we'd have done this." Exactly, um, and it, it kind of goes back to that quote: "If you build it, they will come." And and that's really kind of what we have here. You know, if if you believe in what you do, you build it right and you do it right, and people see the value in what you're offering, people will come. Tyler, thanks for being with us today, and thanks for telling us a little bit about what it's like to start a small business and grow a small business in 2017 in Hendricks County. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, that is going to do it for us today. Thanks again for joining us. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's program, you can check out a podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today, and you can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet, totally free of charge. Go back and listen anytime you want, as always, our podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. 
An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317 
The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.